0: Hi, I'm Laverne McKinnon, and I'm a coach who loves to help ambitious, driven people achieve their dreams. Apologies if the sound quality for today is a little bit wonky. I'm literally sitting in a closet in my hotel room at the Hyatt in Evanston, Illinois, recording this. So today's podcast is a bit of a twofold origin story. Why do I talk so much about grief when I'm a moonshot mentor? It's because you can't hit your moonshot without acknowledging the grief that occurs along the way. And how do I know this? because I've lived it and I've witnessed my clients live it as they've been hitting their moonshots. So a touch of grief with your moonshot. As I said, I love to help people achieve their dreams. My clients have written novels, launched companies, directed their first movie, got promoted, finished and sold screenplays and pilots, become successful entrepreneurs, directed a Broadway musical, made career pivots, and so much more. Clearly, I'm incredibly proud of my clients and what they've achieved. But through our work together, I have witnessed so much grief because along with those huge breakthroughs and victories, there are losses along the way. The hard truth is that achieving your dream and grief go hand in hand. The dream typically starts with a pitter-patter in your heart and a nibble of curiosity in your brain. It may have begun and been nourished as a child. It may be something that came to you later in life. Your dream might feel crystal clear or fuzzy. It may drive you to leap out of bed in the morning or you might hold it close to your heart until you feel ready to share it with a close confidant or the world you may feel emboldened and scared you may feel certain and full of doubt you may be excited and weary conflicting emotions are normal a dance begins to unfold filled with love passion devotion you gain momentum and stretch your wings you receive encouragement maybe even investments of money time, advocacy, mentorship. And then inevitably, your dream gets nicked or bruised, and it hurts. You walk it off, and you keep moving forward. Until some well-meaning soul says something like, well, that's going to take a lot of time. Maybe you should go after lower hanging fruit. It takes the wind out of your sails. You have an internal debate about the validity of what the well-meaning soul said. Perhaps get a pep talk from a friend or a mentor, or you work it out through therapy. You soldier on with trepidation, or you get ignited to prove them wrong. And then yikes, there's a big dip, or you crash and burn. There's anger, frustration, bewilderment, heartbreak. You wonder if you should quit, or maybe you're broken. The loss hits some people like a tidal wave. For others, it's a torturous drip, drip, drip. The recognition of lost time, money, creativity, community, hope, Grief gurgles inside of you, and you're reluctant to mourn in public. For many of my clients, the grief feels heavy in their body. It's hard to breathe, and their limbs feel numb. Focus is impossible, and confusion reigns supreme. How did I get from there to here? For some of my clients, they immerse themselves in other projects or ideas. The distraction is welcomed, and yet there's an underlying sluggishness to their efforts and work. It seems inevitable that somewhere along the way of pursuing dreams folks get stuck. Some stay in this place and are filled with regret and self recriminations. Some hang out there for a while but are able to eventually find agency and meaning from their loss. Agency is discovering a sense of control over events and outcomes. When a dream hits a stumbling block or dies, we lose our sense of agency. As humans, we are meaning making machines. When a dream hits a stumbling block or dies, we create meaning. And that meaning can be helpful or hurtful. I'm going to tell you a little bit about how my dream started. When I was a kid, I watched a massive amount of television. I loved watching Carol Burnett, MASH, Columbo, The Rockford Files, Scooby-Doo, a truly eclectic mix. I could not get enough. The dream seat got planted. How could I be a part of that? So I took acting lessons at Goodman Theater when I was in high school, and that was really awesome. Until my dad said I couldn't major in theater in college, and so that was my first stumbling block. But I did an end run, and I majored in radio, television, film, thinking it was the same thing as theater. Uh, No, it was not acting. It was actually a production degree. But I fell in love with the organization and the strategy and actually making things happen. And my dream started to crystallize. Long story short, I eventually moved to L.A., took a huge pay cut, which was stumbling block number two, and I worked my way up the ladder. There were many speed bumps and wins throughout that time. Hired as an assistant fired as an assistant, got my first development gig, and then butted heads with the new CEO. I got my first network gig, and then my boss is fired, and I didn't have an advocate. I miraculously got promoted over and over and over, and then I got fired, and then I got hired, then I got laid off because my company lost its funding, and then I got hired, and I got laid off because the company that I was working with reversed its programming strategy, and then I got funding for my company, And it goes on and on and on. All of this to say, along the way, I had so many times when I asked myself, is all this grief really worth the dream? And by that point, what was the dream anyway? And it started with, I want to be a part of that while I was pointing to a television. What I eventually realized is that the grief was worth it because it led to the dream evolving until it crystallized into how much I wanted to help people tell and make stories and then throw in a couple more rounds of loss, and the dream evolved again. And where I'm at today, my moonshot is how much I love helping people across their finish lines. And it doesn't matter whether it's in film or television. It can be in any industry, in any manner. I want to go back to meaning. So meaning is what we create to any event that happens in our lives. And so along the way, with each of these victories and losses, The meaning that I had created looked like this. Yay, that was so easy. Management sucks. Relationships pay off. They don't think I'm good enough. Relationships pay off. Corporations are mercurial. I'm so lucky. I suck and everyone hates me. Relationships pay off. I'm an idiot. Do I have any relationships left? I'm no longer the shiny object. When I reached a point of self-hatred... I started working with a coach for the first time. She showed me I could rewrite the meanings that I had created into statements of truth. So the statements of truth that I rewrote are, I am learning, I am curious, I am resilient. When the idea of agency was raised, I thought my coach wanted me to get a new agent or a manager. (laughs) Oi, what does the naivete end? Eventually, the agency, that sense of control... I found from my grief was training as a coach and starting a coaching business. So coming full circle, the hard truth is that achieving your dream and grief go hand in hand. Please give yourself permission to grieve. It's truly an act of love and honor, and it will give you the perspective to figure out if you should keep going or pivot to a new moonshot. Okay, that's it for today. Really curious to know, where are you at with your moonshot? Are you riding high? Are you in a dip? Are you wondering if the moonshot that you're pursuing is really what you want anymore? Or maybe you've knocked it out of the ballpark and you're ready for your next one. Drop a comment, let me know, and please subscribe. It will help me hit my moonshot. You can reach out to me at moonshotmentor.com or follow me on social at moonshotmentor on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks so much for listening.